When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, behold. Oh, I timed this wrong. Nate's Caterpillar. <laughs> That's a way to introduce it. <laughs> yeah. If anybody's just listening to this, they're like, the fuck is he talking about? And you know what? Yeah. I think we should just leave it that way. Yeah. That's it. That's that's all you got to know. They'll force you to go to YouTube and yeah. search the Quack Report and see exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, and then after that, you can do whatever you want. Well, actually, no, you can't. Sorry, I lied. You have to like and subscribe. And if you are in as much shock as I was when I first saw it, (laughs) you'll probably want to leave a comment too. (laughs) And then after that, you can go do whatever you want. I promise this is not a full-time thing. By any means. means. (laughs) Do you you want to start off with the, the story just for... Everybody, since you know, not everybody's as like cool and hip as you and is on I f- TikTok. <laughs> I feel like it can be summed up in four words. Uh, I saw Top Gun, <laughs> <laughs> so anybody hasn't figured it out yet, I guess after that. Uh, so there's a TikTok trend going around of uh, you know, you got you got Miles Teller playing uh, Rooster, who's Goose's son from the original Top Gun movie in uh. He's playing Brewster in uh, Top Gun Maverick. My girlfriend and I went to go see that on Friday night. So there's a TikTok trend going around that, oh, you know, my girlfriend's fawning over Miles Teller and his mustache, and it's a bunch of guys shaving off their beards and just going with the mustache look. And uh, so I was joking with my girlfriend about this, and she just goes, you know, I'd be kind of curious to see it, actually. Just curious. And I was like, all right, sure. Let's go for it. (laughs) (laughs) She did say after though, she's like, I didn't think you would actually do it. And I was like, when have you not known me to be ballsy though? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, it's facial hair. It'll grow back. Yeah. I <laughs> I think it's hilarious how much p- power like women have over us as men. Or like, <laughs> it, it doesn't even have to be women, but like partners, significant others have yeah. over us as men because yeah, there, there was just you with your girlfriend and she was like, I'd be curious. And you're like, I will shave my whole beard just to show you what well, my mustache looks like. To be like. fair, though, even like I think there was a couple times I looked in the mirror like for like the last couple of weeks. And it was honestly like it was it was kind of there before, not even because of Top Gun. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I just be kind of curious to see like what it would look like, what it would look like with just a mustache. Yeah. Be kind of curious. You, you, know, and you then, like, just, like that... go like this, right? And you're like, oh, OK. <laughs> yeah, it it's not, quite, it's not quite the same, though. I don't know. Because I still have, like, at the time, I still have everything, like, hanging down underneath my hands. I guess, yeah. It's it's not not, quite the same. It's not true representation, so. Yeah. But don't worry, everybody, if you are are very concerned for my well-being, uh, the the beard is already in 
is is already coming back. I guess the distance from the camera doesn't really show it, but I already got yeah. pretty good length here actually coming in. Yeah, if you're watching it like on your TV or have like a really high definition like computer screen, you, it, it just kind of looks like a five o'clock <laughs> shadow right now. But <laughs> it, it yeah. is it is longer than that though. It is. Yeah, when I saw you yesterday, it was. Yeah. It, yeah, it looked like what my neck looked like in high school. So, and it, I don't know. I was pretty proud of it back then. It, look, so it, it, it looks honestly, pretty good. It honestly is maybe like a couple millimeters shorter than Mike Smith's neck beard. Let's put it that way. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a that's a better comparison, probably. <laughs> but yeah, further to my point, you know, your girlfriend was like, "I'd be curious what you look like with just a mustache," and you shaved it. And then my girlfriend was like, when I was just like not getting a haircut because it was COVID and I was lazy and didn't want to leave the house. <laughs> she was like, you look pretty good with long hair. Haven't, haven't touched it since. <laughs> so they Ooh. can, they can do wild things yep. to us. Yeah, absolutely. They can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so to say that our hair situation is our girlfriend's fault, right? Yes. We, we don't take any responsibility for this. <laughs> yes. It, it is the fault of our girlfriends that we look as bad as we do. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Besides, yeah, I, yeah. shaving your beard. How was your week, Nate? It's pretty good. Otherwise, like I said, I went to go see Top Gun Maverick, uh, mm-hmm. which it was a really good movie. Actually, I very much enjoyed it. Um, yeah. uh, I guess if we're sticking on the lines of like watching stuff, I'm excited to watch the final episode of Obi Wan Kenobi That's after right. we're done this. Yeah. Uh, I have made sure that. Uh, you know, my, my Twitter muted words and phrases and that were up to date because uh, I guess I had like I had friends who were already getting spoiled like this morning as soon as they woke up because there's assholes mm. on there who will, you know, stay up till whatever time the episode comes out and start talking about it right away with spoilers. Yeah. And I think I talked about this before. If you're one of those people, you suck. All right. <laughs> let, let people who are on a normal schedule enjoy things, please. <laughs> Hey, if us night owls have to like, you know, get up for 9 a.m. doctor's appointments because that's like what people do or worse, 8 a.m., then us <laughs> us night owls can ruin your TV shows. <laughs> okay, give them 48 hours. Yeah, I'm, 48 yeah, I'm, hours, I'm just I'm right? being funny. I would never yeah. ruin anybody's no, I, TV I show. I know you but, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just saying, though, like, you can, like, give 48 hours. That gives people time to, you know, yeah. watch it. Yeah, for, for something like that, like a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, back in the day, like when shows would, you know, air on the weekend, it would be like you know the next days or like the next monday's water cooler talk and i know it's a wednesday now right? yeah but, you know yeah okay. some shows it's a wednesday so it's okay give it till friday or saturday i guess yeah. uh you know it's a if it's a friday show give it till the monday right then you can kind of talk about it so yeah but yeah spoilers suck <laughs> i did i did unfortunately the uh this was me learning that like muted phrases and that on twitter uh you they ha- some of them have an expiry to them if like oh, unless yeah. you don't set it, and gotcha. uh, so I did get spoiled with just a scene, um, like pretty much as soon as I woke up, no context or anything to it. It was just a screenshot, and I was like, oh man, that would have yeah that that have been kind of cool to see actually. Like I, I was like, oh man, like and I'm just gonna be waiting around for this scene and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Luckily for me, it was literally the first scene of the episode, so oh, I'm well, like, that's good. okay, it's not as bad. 
Yeah. Still would have been it, nice for the surprise, though. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the cliffhanger ending where, like, you can see them building up to it throughout the oh, episode. That and you're suck. like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's just, suck. like, right off the bat. It's just like you got... It's, it's like you started the episode, and then you were like, oh, shit, I work, like, an hour earlier today, and then you left. So Exactly. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What about you? What was, what was your week like? Uh, pretty good. I've uh, I've just been, you know, applying for jobs. And stuff like go. that. Um, I, I kind of teased you yesterday because um, you came to. Oh yeah, you got a story for house. us here. I got a little bit of a story. It's it, it's not as good as it, it could have been, but I don't know. There's there's still some good parts. So I know. I'll I like there's no promise in this from like the tease that you gave me. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, so so there's some like job application sites that you just like upload your resume to, and then like the employers can like search for like specific people and then like invite you to apply for those jobs. Like I actually, I think pretty much all of them do it now. Like ZipRecruiter, I think was the first one to do it. And then indeed, I think also kind of does that. And those are like the two main ones, at least up here. Yeah. I remember for indeed, I got, uh, I got reached out to by a trucking company. I think it was, but I was laughing because they're like, yeah, this is like the schedule that we'd have you work. And I'm like, that's literally the exact opposite of what I said. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, someone reached out to me. Uh, I, also, I shouldn't have said the name of those platforms because they usually sponsor podcasts and we just sponsored eh. them for free, but whatever. <laughs> Somebody reached out to me you and they were f- like... You one freebie. <laughs> yeah, they are like, hey, apply for this like financial services job. And I was like, I read the description and I was like, I mean, if they really want me to, sure. It was like <laughs> one click apply. I hit apply and it was like, your application has been submitted. And then I forgot about it for like a week and I was like sick. And then... So they texted me on Tuesday and they were like, hey, we want to bring you in for an interview tomorrow. Sorry, they texted you? Yeah. They oh, like, like okay. through the like like through the um Oh, so like they DM'd you or something. Yes. Thank you. Okay, yes, I thought you the like, website. Yeah. text to your phone and I'm like, that, that feels that feels odd already. <laughs> I, I did already. Or I did sorry, I did later. The first it was a message through Hey, Lauren, how's it going? It, first, there was a message through the website's like DM thing. And then it was um, a text message just being like, hey, I sent you a message on here, but just wanted to follow up and see if you were available at this time. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I went the next day. Oh, sorry. That was Monday. Tuesday, I went for this interview. Do I have my days right? Yes, I do. Because it's Wednesday. <laughs> We're, we're only doing episodes on Wednesdays right now, Kurt. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> what on Tuesday? Uh, I should start off by saying, like, the job description was kind of vague. And, like, I, I, like, I know some people just, like, and, like, this was for, like, what I thought was a local business. So I was like, okay, sure. Like, this person does not have a way with words. They just, like, wanted to throw shit out there. And it, I was like, and they didn't, I, I tried looking up this company and they didn't have a website. And I was like, okay. Also kind of weird, but like maybe they're a new business and like they have like, you know, minimal business skills. So also kind of a red flag maybe, but maybe maybe that's what they need help for and they're hiring yeah. people. So I went and it was, the interview was like an hour and a half and it was like more in detail about like what the job entailed and, mm. and like what the company was. I think this is a good point to drop the name of the company because it's not a local company. It's actually like a more global company. It's called... Uh, <laughs> I got to make sure I, I say it right because there's a very similar like legit company in southern sounds, Alberta. Yeah. Um, it's World Financial Group is the company um, that I was interviewing for. So if you know what that is, you probably know where this story is going. Already. If not, <laughs> you're in the same boat as me. 
So it's a financial services company, and they 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 have like their own license. No, it's not their own. There is a licensing like program that they offer as well, like through their like you can take it at a college, but mm-hmm. they offer it as well. So they were like, yeah. So you just like sign up, do this licensing thing. It takes a couple weeks, um, and then you, the rest of the training is like on the job. And I was like, okay, cool. And then they were like, yeah. And then we just, because you're like dealing with people's financial information, like we just have to run a background check. And I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. And then so they're like, yeah, we just need like name, address, um, phone number. And like, that was it. And I was like, okay, like you're verifying my identity and like seeing if there's like a warrant out for my arrest. Like, fair enough. And then they were like, yeah. And then, so I I put it all in there like, okay. And then we just need like your credit card or like just take out your credit card and it's like $100 for that. And I was like, okay, like I've heard like background checks are things that you can do or like like some some companies like temp agencies, they'll yeah. like do their own background check, but you have to pay for it. And then I was like, okay, sure. Like this is, you know, an expense of the job, whatever. Oh no. <laughs> so I paid this thing and then that's where things got like, after that things got like really weird, like super, super weird. They were like, yeah, so we'll bring you in tomorrow for orientation. So that was like 10 a.m. work. And I was like, 10 a.m. is perfect. And then they were like, okay. um, So this position, you know, it can be kind of hard to explain to some people. So like hold off on just like calling your friends and family for a couple of days, even though you're probably excited because we'll, we'll teach you how to explain what your job is to these people. And I was like, what? Okay. (laughs) And that's, that's when things got really weird. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Like, w- what should I wear? And she was like, what you're wearing is fine. I was like, just wearing a button up and dress pants. So it was like, yeah. cool. I got to my car and then I Google World Financial Group. And the, you know how Google has like those suggested questions? Yeah. And <laughs> the very World first Financial one. Group a scam? Yes, that was exactly <laughs> it. That was l- legit word for word. That was oh, the question. No. I was like, oh, fuck, what have I done? <laughs> oh, no. And. So I read that and it's like, it's, it's a legit business. People do make money through it, but their methods are very sketchy. And it's like, yeah, yeah, like it. So it's essentially a pyramid scheme, multi-level marketing scam, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) And (laughs) looking back on it afterwards, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, wow. They like, you know, basically outlined their business organization as a pyramid scheme, but they drew it as like, like a what's it called, a mind map, you know, start with a circle, line, more circles, and, like, it comes around. And then I was like, well, that's a pyramid scheme, but they didn't draw it as a pyramid, sneaky (laughs) bastards. (laughs) It's, hey, the center of it is the top of it, and then it spreads out, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And then I looked up their license, and it's bullshit. (laughs) It's not, (laughs) like, it's not a legit license. It's only their thing. Um, But I already committed to going this morning, Wednesday morning, to have a chat. And for orientation for this job, in quotes. <laughs> and I'm not even looking at the comments, but I see we have 11 of them. So if there's any good ones, feel free to pop them up. But <laughs> uh, Ali, did you get recruited by an MLM? And then as you're yes. explaining it, yeah, definitely. An yeah. MLM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, like, yeah, there was some red flags for sure. Um, and like, I was like, okay, like, this is a little weird, but like, maybe it's this. Maybe maybe this is the case. Like whatever, I'll go. I, 
and give them a try. So yeah. long story short, I'm too trusting of a person. But after I figured it out, I was like, okay, I'll go this morning. I'll, uh, I've got a couple hours to kill. I'm basically unemployed. Like, what the fuck else am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I got some time to kill. <laughs> yeah. So I like, I, I was reading, there's a, a subreddit called uh, anti-MLM. And it's, it's full of stories of like, people that tried to get recruited by MLMs and you Watch you do out. one search for World Financial Group on there and there's tons of stories so I was reading them and like <laughs> some of the questions people were grilling with and and my my story is not as good as any of theirs credit to the the recruiter lady she she knows how to like dance around a question and you know make you feel <laughs> good like she was she was phenomenal at her job <laughs> shitty job but she was phenomenal at it be a great um, politician is what you're saying absolutely yeah absolutely so yeah, I went there today for a couple hours, um, and and they did like their whole spiel, like, oh, these are the products we offer. This is how you sell it. Um, all of these things that you know your banks offer, your RRSPs, your TFSAs. If you're not in Canada, then I don't know if those exist in the states. I'm sorry, but they're just <laughs> investment accounts. Um, she's like, yeah, all these are bullshit. Like that, you want this one. This is the one. Like, and she explained this, and she was like. This is like the the best. Like banks don't even offer it because it's um, it's hard for them to make money, and you make more money than they do. And like it's it's tax free, and like you can take money out of it. But like really you're really up. just borrowing it at like a zero percent loan. And I'm like, how? So <laughs> because I <laughs> my background is in accounting, I was like, I, I was trying to like get in on like you know the grilling math question. So I was like, well, how do the banks make money if they're just like handing out you know free loans? For them and they were like well they just like take the hit on it and i was like that's that's very counterproductive <laughs> so you're telling me that the banks succeed by not making money that's <laughs> what is that what you're saying uh, so like i was i was nice about it obviously because i'm too passive of a person to you know directly call her out but you know i i got her like all spinning in circles and like she would she would pause for a couple seconds and <laughs> I, Dude, I just I noticed i, I just I noticed your name as well this. this would have been hilarious to listen to I, th I thought about it yeah i thought about it but um the funny the best part i think because a lot of it is just you know me asking you know accounting jargon type questions and her mm -hmm. trying to dance around them and and stuff so it, it's not a great story that way but the best part is with accounting and, and finance degrees, after you get them, there's designations you can get. So in Canada, there's CPA. Um, there, I, I think down in the states they still use these, but there's CA, like chartered accountant, CMA, CFA, like all sorts of C's and A's and Q's and other things thrown together. Um, Different combinations of letters. <laughs> yeah, and, and then with um, financial planners, there's CFPs. Um, and, and they're all like accredited. Like these are like legit things that like, they're basically master's degrees outside of like a university. Yeah. So <laughs> the best part was she was like, when she was talking about their specific bullshit license, she said, yeah, like CPAs and, uh, and CFP designations. She's like, you, you, you don't need any of those to do this job. She's like, in my opinion, those are for people without degrees that just want to feel like they've accomplished something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I paused for a second and I was like, okay, cool. And in my mind, I was like, for a CPA and a CFP, you literally need to have a bachelor's degree. That is the number one requirement <laughs> to get into those programs. And I, oh, th this was early on. So I was not quite at the level where I was like, I'm going to call you out on this bullshit. But <laughs> Uh, 
But I thought that was hilarious that she just like totally ripped on these like <laughs> bullshit designations and was like, our, our designation that is only for our company that we like totally made up is the legit one. That's like saying like, yeah, you don't need to go to eight years or whatever of medical school in order to be a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. You just need to do like a, a two week training program and then just that's yeah, grade 12 science and a two week training program on how to hold a scalpel and you're all yeah. set. You're a little, little bit of job shadowing. Grab. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get this guy that went through the same process that's doing open, <laughs> uh, open heart surgery and you, you just watch him and then you, in the you back can do the alley, next one. by the way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, um, oh, so I got out of it. I, I just like straight up said, like, I'm not interested. I got another job offer. Like, I'm not like, this isn't for me. She's like, oh, well you can like still work with us part time or like we can set up you up on a referral program. I was like, no, like, no, I'm, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is, this is it. This is the end of our conversation. Like, see you later. <laughs> so I'm out of it. I'm good. I'm out a hundred bucks. I don't know. I'll see. Oh man. <laughs> see what happens. Hey, so. you know what though? You could also look at it as you're not out a hundred dollars. You paid a hundred dollars for some stupid entertainment. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's kind of how I look at it, honestly. So, <laughs> um, oh my god, that's incredible. But yes, if you're if you're just joining us now, World Financial Group (WFG), their logo looks like horseshit. So if you ever see that, like, run as far away as possible because they they don't just recruit like people with accounting or finance degrees like it's it's everybody their whole thing is like oh you don't need a finance degree to be a financial advisor yeah <laughs> i i would be more comfortable if you did <laughs> to your point <laughs> nate like oh you don't need a, a medical degree to yeah. be a doctor it's like yeah i guess but i would like i don't know if I you prefer were like the doctor with the medical degree <laughs> yeah like if you were are like an ex-military person and, and you saved like your whole squad after they got like lit up with bullets and like you just like dug in there with um, like a rusty fork and like dug out the bullets and like bandaged the wounds and then they survived. Like, okay, yeah, maybe I would trust you then because like you did some heroic shit like over in Afghanistan to like save these people without a medical license. So like, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll trust you then. But yeah, it's, it's weird. So, <laughs> oh man. Yes. Oh, I, I should clarify because I, I, I did leave this de detail out. Um, Ali says, $100 lesson to learn to Google the companies you interview for. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that is something I should have done. But they on the ad, they used a different um, name. They didn't use World Financial Group. Oh, that's it shady. Was, yeah, I know. So I reported them, on obviously. But they, yeah. Um, yeah, they used like some other like bullshit one. And I Googled it and they were like, yeah, this is the address. And I was like, Oof. okay. And, and like they had a Facebook page and I was like... Okay, sure, but they it did not say World Financial Group. So you got a Facebook page. There we go. <laughs> yeah, so they were they were shady AF. But um, so yeah, definitely take Ali's advice though. Like definitely do some research on the companies and uh, yeah. look out for uh, for those popular MLMs. Man, that's that's wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a wild twenty four hours, but it was fun. That's fair. Yeah, there you it go. Good. <laughs> at least at least you got some enjoyment out of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, w I wasn't just like going to ghost the person because like, if yeah, if I can have some fun, why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if I if I didn't have shit going on tomorrow, I probably would have strung them on for another day or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell me, tell me more of how I don't need the degree that I worked on. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's the where end, they just go, oh, shit. At the end, I must have been given off vibes of like, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm obviously out because she started bashing accountants. And I was like, <laughs> you, you know, like, that's literally what I want to be, right? <laughs> so. That's where you should have just started bashing pyramid schemes. <laughs> Yeah, right. I was I was so close, but like I was in a good mood this morning and like I said, I'm a pretty like passive person. So Yeah. Yeah. Oh that's well. Fair. Fair. Whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that's been uh that's been my last couple of days. Uh I think uh <laughs> at the risk of running a two hour episode where we just talk about multi level marketing schemes, we can we should <laughs> maybe maybe that needs get into... to be an off season episode. Oh oh yeah, absolutely. Well <laughs> in the off season this will turn into like a, a cults and uh MLM podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But oh man, yeah. Let's uh, let's get into some ducks talk because uh, we got a little bit of that and some some hockey news uh, as well this week. So, unless you have a experience with an MLM, Nate, uh, I do though. I very quickly realized what it was and I just backed out. <laughs> oh okay, <laughs> gotcha. Well, good. On I think you a few of our friends money. got wrapped up in it though. Oh really? I don't know how well they did. Okay, we'll have to. I'm curious. We'll we'll talk about it off air though. All right, so, sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into uh, some ducks talk here. Sorry, I talked for a yeah, lot, that's fair. longer that's than fair. I usually do. So. <laughs> uh, Josh Manson uh, is well. He's currently playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, Stanley Cup Finals with Colorado. But there is already rumors, this coming from Pierre Lebrun of TSN, that the Ducks are interested in taking Josh Manson back again in free agency. Obviously, he had one year left on his deal, and he was shipped out at the deadline. Um, and after this, he gets to go wherever he wants. And evidently, he liked it in Anaheim. I think his wife or partner, I think they're married, right? His, his wife is still in I'm Orange County. Sure. Yeah. I'm I'm not up so. to date on the wives of Orange County. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Is Josh Manson married? That one's got to be a show, right? Wives, of Orange yeah, the House, County. the Housewives of Orange County. There you go. Yeah. I think that's I think this is a TV show. Oh, yes, he has a wife and one daughter. I, I believe okay. they're still in Orange County, though. So, okay. um, so that's that's a good sign. But I mean, it could also just be like stay here until we actually figure out where we want to go. Um, yeah. Ah, Ali says Julie Manson. Man, Man, oh, it's Julie from Manson there you is go. from Orange County. So cool. There you go. Yeah, um, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind Josh Manson coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and especially if you know you can go for like, hey, you want to come back here? You know how good it is, right? You've been with us for a long time. Can we make kind of like like a, almost a hometown deal or something like that? Or like, hey, yeah. like, can we? Like, can we lessen it a little bit and, like, we'll give you term on it or something like that? Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely be interesting. So I, I'd love to have Josh Manson back. Yeah. I mean, I think, well, because we lost both Delorier and Manson at the deadline, right? So th- yeah. that was that was kind of the grit of the team. Like, after that, we're just a bunch of marshmallows, really. Yeah. So I think... We'd need to bring one of those guys back, or at the very least, find a replacement. But um, mm-hmm. I, I think Delorier and Manson, because they've already been here, are kind of the two guys that you have the advantage already to bring them back without, you know, overpaying to entice them to come to Anaheim. Yeah. So I, I think we should bring at least one of them back. Um, but I, I do like what Manson 
Springs more so than Delorier outside of, you know, beating people's faces in. So Yeah, I mean, we could still bring in Nick Delorier. Remember, we have a shit ton of money that we could play yeah. with, yeah. right? But Nick Delorier is being sought after by a lot of different places for that uh, ass-kicking that he can do. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, it's not a bad thing if you're Nick Delorier by any means. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, yeah, would I love to have them both? Sure. Can you get another tough guy though? Yeah, I think you can. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. But um, uh, we, I do, I we do have a quick request here though. It's popped yeah. up a couple times. Uh, you need to introduce your new co-host <laughs> just for those <laughs> those those are that are just tuning in or maybe a little confused here, Carter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw you changed your name to Ron Swanson. So. <laughs> <laughs> and and remember, I know more than you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're like President's oh. Choice, uh, Ron Swanson. Oh, ouch! <laughs> hey, you were just talking yesterday about how President's Tro- President's Choice craft uh, dinner is better than the original. Or your yeah, that your, macro- yeah, cra- yeah. Uh, President's Choice macaroni and cheese, and that's a total Canadian thing because I don't think President's Choice is a thing in the states at all. Oh, okay. Um, I should have gone for great value because that's the Walmart brand, and yeah, they're in both. There you go, but. Uh, yeah, no, President's Choice macaroni and cheese is definitely superior to Kraft Dinner. Yeah. Or so, Kraft who knows? macaroni I could, and cheese as it is in the States. Yeah, I, I could have been uh, saying that you were superior to the OG Ron Swanson. Maybe. I'm, I'm not, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I could have been. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, Ali, uh, I'm seeing your comment there. Assuming President's Choice is an off-brand. Yeah, it's, it's called No Name, actually, up here. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so the 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 legitimate no name brand. <laughs> yeah, just the, just the cheaper stuff. So. Yeah. Um, we also had a question from Lauren that's um kind of in the realm of ducks, uh, and we talked about this a little bit more in depth on our last episode, so we don't have mm-hmm. to get too much into it this time. But uh, Nate and Carter, do you think John Gibson will stay? I can answer this really quickly. He's staying unless there is a good deal sent to Pat Verbeek. I think that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So it's a godfather situation where there's a there's a there's a there's a there's an offer he can't refuse. <laughs> yeah. Um and then last thing uh from Lauren here, tied game between the Avalanche and Lightning. Yeah, two two yeah. with uh had, just under just nine minutes to go. Core. The flash score up, so I can keep an eye on it. So, oh yeah, yeah, I, I totally missed the second goal. It must have been when I was talking about my uh, my adventures over the last couple of days. But I think it was just before we hopped on, actually. Oh, okay, that could have yeah. been why I missed it too. So, yeah, but I'll be I'll be keeping an eye on that. So, mm-hmm. I got I got money on Tampa. I I said before that I was like you know like I'd actually be willing to put down money on whoever came out of the East. I got money down on Tampa here to win this series. So. Yeah, yeah. You put down a bet before game one, right? And then you put down. Uh, or no, I put down a, I put down a bet after game one. Oh, right. When they were okay. down already in the series, and then I put yeah. another bet down after game three when it became two one. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to put one down after it was two, like two nothing for Colorado, and I just forgot to. Yeah, because that would have been some sick odds there, but, um, yeah. but I mean, it's not too late. 
to uh, still put money down on this series and who you think is going to take it, although the odds are probably going to be a little bit more even now. Um, if you want to do that, I know it's a little early for us to be taking our break maybe, but the timing is just so perfect. So, um, But if you want to do that, promo code THPN at DraftKings uh, is what you can use to get exclusive offers. Um, Nate will tell you more about that. And on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about the NHL awards. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, bet just $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. Again, that's code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, I'm back here with uh, former U.S. President Teddy Roosevelt, and we're going to break down the <laughs> NHL awards. <laughs> you know, okay, that one I'll take as a compliment. Yeah, that was pretty good. I uh, just uh, in the break, I just looked up, you know, guys yeah. famous for their mustache, and I I scrolled, and Teddy has a very similar one to you. So there you go. It's like you probably appreciate that. <laughs> uh, if anybody's curious right now, uh, if you wanted to put down money on the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup, mm. uh, it's plus two thirty odds. Still, not bad. So that's not that's, that's not a bad. What's that? What's Colorado? Just for comparison, uh, negative one, uh, negative two eighty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So really I mean, considering to pick the Lightning, and I, that's not a bad bet to do considering the rest of uh, their playoffs so far. So, yeah, like I mean, it's two two in the third period of Game Four. The series is two one for Colorado, and like Tampa Bay was has been pretty dominant. I would say mm-hmm. in this game. So like. Scoring pretty thirty six seconds into the game, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep you posted on what's going on throughout the game here. I mean, if you're listening to this the next day, then it's just going to be like random interruptions of shit you already know. But uh, <laughs> for for those watching live here, um, we'll we'll keep you updated on the game as we go through the NHL awards. And I think the best way to do this is to just go through the order that you have in here, unless you want to start with a specific one. Nate. Uh, you know what? Let's start at the Lady Bing. Go oh, down. Because those were the ones that were... Because those were announced before the playoffs started even. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah. So, Or like, or maybe not before the playoffs started, but like they were announced kind of like as things went on. So... Yeah, not specifically at awards night on Tuesday. So... Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, we'll start with the Lady Bing then, uh, which goes to the player uh, adjudged. Is that a word? I, I guess that I copied and pasted this from the NHL website. Yeah, so yeah, it's just <laughs> stupid. Like, I, it's I another that, argument that you can have with the NHL. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I know what it means. I've just never like actually 
yeah heard it like i've heard adjudicated and i've heard judged but never adjudged, adjudged. Anyways, to the player adjudged to have exhibited the best type of sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct combined with a high standard of playing ability. Uh, and that went to Kyle Connor of the Winnipeg Jets. I mean, I... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, this is one of those awards that like, I can't like predict. It's just like... Sure, yeah, it's, it's kind of... Uh, okay, Like you have the least penalty minutes kind of like around that kind of topic. So Yeah. Basically, you were a good boy. Good job. Here's a trophy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the King Clancy we already talked about because Getzlaff was up for that, but uh, just as a refresher and for the sake of being thorough, uh, that went to P.K. Subban, the King Clancy, uh, in case you need a refresher, goes to the player who best exemplifies leadership on and off the ice and has made a noteworthy humanitarian contribution in his community. Yeah. So, and yeah, like we talked about, P.K., uh, definitely deserves the award it would have been nice for gets to get one last little bit of recognition mm-hmm. there but it's hard to take it away from suban given what he's done and how many nominations he's received in the past yeah. so yeah exactly but you know what he'll get recognition from the ducks next season i'm guessing with uh oh, a jersey yeah. retirement so yeah if not, no i don't have a date or anything like that i'm just yeah you would assume it's next season yeah yeah i'd be very surprised if it wasn't but it's yeah. it's going to be very soon Anyways, unless they wait for Perry to retire, if they're retiring Perry's number, also they do them at the same time. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. I don't know if they would do it at the same time, but they they might do it like on back to back nights, like a, like a home and home. Or yeah, something. or maybe they would though, because they came onto the team at the same yeah. time. I don't know. I think like, they were I, kind of a pairing for the longest time, right? Yeah, I, I just feel like with jersey retirements, though, it's like it's about this. Yeah, fair, so it could be hard to make it about these two guys, especially because Perry did betray the team and leave. Actually, no, he didn't betray the no, team. No, he got the bought team out. betrayed him. <laughs> <laughs> it was the other way around. But uh, I was like, dude, what are you remembering? <laughs> yeah, but but since he did like go and play for other teams, like if the, maybe if they both like played their first game together and played their last game together, then like okay, yeah, yeah, but. So because we're getting NHL 3's Ryan Getzlaff is going to come out of buttfuck nowhere while Corey Perry is playing for the Anaheim Ducks for one last go at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets traded in the offseason. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. So, um, Really, sorry, quick side thing before we yeah. get back to the awards here. What happens to Corey Perry if he loses now this year with the Tampa Bay Lightning? That's three straight cup finals he would have been to and lost. Yeah, probably signs with Colorado just to lose in the finals again. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be brutal. Um, Allie just brought that up. If, if Tampa Bay loses, do they retire? Yeah. He's still got a year on his contract, though. I, I don't think the competitive nature is out of him just yet. I mean, not that it yeah. will be when he retires either, but mm-hmm. I think he can still go for a little bit. He still has value to teams. So. Oh, yeah, he's been very productive in the regular season and the playoffs. Not like... Yeah. To his prime, but productive enough. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's also a good point from Ali um, about them not doing it on the same night. They will probably do it as soon as possible because they want to market it and sell those tickets. Um, yeah, true. And and also, if you do them on separate nights, you can be like, "This is Gets last night. Sell all the tickets. This is Perry's night. Sell all the tickets." Yeah. So exactly. Money. Unless you wait until the season after. No, wait, or is that? Yeah, no, you wait till the season after because then it's the 30th anniversary of the team. Your retire gets left, your retire Perry, 
and you should have done what you should, or you do what you should have done a while ago. Jay Shaker. Hmm. You do three retirements for 30 years. There you go. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> but Anaheim, if you want to use it, uh, you can reach out to me on my LinkedIn. <laughs> And uh, I'll get you my PayPal account. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get confused, though, because he has a beard in his LinkedIn profile, but doesn't <laughs> and right now. So exactly, <laughs> you um, you can do the you can do the hand thing to, to my to my picture, and you can figure it out. Yeah, well, you just need like a little thumb, depending. Yeah, or, like, exactly. Maybe, yeah. maybe two fingers, depending on how big it is. But Ooh. let's talk about the Masterton Trophy, the award that goes. Um, oh God, uh, that's the. That sentence wasn't going to make sense. (laughs) Under the trusteeship of the PHWA, which is the... Professional Hockey Writers Association. Nailed it. I knew that. I was just testing you. (laughs) I knew you were. (laughs) And is given to the player who best exemplifies the qualities of uh, perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. And that goes to Carey Price. To very few people's surprise, I think. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those awards that it's like, it was weird to see people arguing over who deserved it more. It's yeah. like, can we just give it to all three? Yeah. Like, I, I we, we talked about this already, so I'm not going to go too deep into it, but it's like, we're literally arguing about who went through a tougher time. Yeah. They all went through tough times. Everything's relative. Like, just just, just give out the award. Yeah. Put all three on there. We're but, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anything else you want to add about that one? Or? No, I got nothing. Okay. The Selkie Trophy, which goes to the forward who best excels in the defensive aspects of the game. The Selkie Trophy. The Selkie Trophy. Sorry, the Bergeron Trophy. The Bergeron Trophy. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Obviously went to Bergeron. He gets his own award. (laughs) Yeah. Like, honestly, if you asked me for two different players who have won the Selkie Trophy, I probably couldn't do it. I I, I probably could only tell you Bergeron, honestly. Do you, can you name another one? Like I'm actually trying to right now. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I know that other people have won it, but I'm like, yeah. who the fuck are they? The Selkie is just not normally an award I'm really, like... Kopitar's won it, hasn't he? You know, okay, let's take a look here. I feel like Kopitar won it, like, back um, kind of in the King's Prime, like, in the early 10s. But uh, You know, I'm I want to see, actually, sure. the odds next year, because you can bet on stuff like that. Like, who's mm-hmm. going to win, like, what awards? I want to see the odds next year if Patrice Bergeron is back for Boston. I, like, just how low his odds are. At yeah. It again. Yeah. Uh, oh, Barkov won it last year. Right. Actually, yeah. Bergeron hasn't won it since 2017. Wow, we suck. Apparently. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, so, we'll go. Yeah, we'll go since 2017 then. Bergeron. Uh, 2018 is Kopitar. You're right for the Kings. Okay. I thought he won uh, it earlier, but, yeah. Uh, 2019, Ryan O'Reilly. 2020, Sean Couturier, and then 2021, Alexander Barkov. Hmm. Uh, Kopitar did win it in 2016 as well. Okay. Um, okay, so then if we're going to go... Okay, let's go backwards now from 16 to 08. Okay. All right. So Kopitar, Bergeron, mm-hmm. Bergeron, mm-hmm. Taves, Bergeron, Ryan Kessler. Okay. <laughs> Pavel Datsuk. Pavel Datsuk. And you're never going to guess it. Pavel Datsuk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 
it's it's a very small group, I guess, that usually wins the award. But yeah, Taves actually would have been a good guess. I probably could have got there if given a little bit more time. But um, I feel upset I didn't get Ryan Kessler, <laughs> <in> 2011. <laughs> yeah, right. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, was that was he with uh, Vancouver then, or yeah, he uh, was. Yeah, yeah, he was. Okay, that was uh oh yeah because that was the year that. Uh, Oh, that was uh, yeah. That was Ryan, the year Ryan that Ke- yeah. That was the year that Ryan Kessler and the Vancouver Canucks would have played uh, future future Selkie Trophy named after uh, participant Patrice Bergeron and the Boston Bruins. Yeah, that right. started a fucking riot because Canada. No, I'm kidding. Because <laughs> Vancouver. <laughs> I, I remember hearing something like it was going to be like there was going to be a riot no matter win or lose. Like it was just planned. Pretty much, yeah. So, yeah, I, I would believe that. I, I so. don't know. I don't know. Obviously, yeah. I don't have sources like necessarily yeah. directly. Too. I just remember hearing something about that. I don't know. It, it's it's just a really good story, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Vancouver was just like win or lose, we are fucking shit up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they lost, and it went, man, this is gonna look really bad, but we are still fucking shit up. <laughs> uh. Oh man. The right. Jack Adams Award, which uh, is the award that goes to the uh, player that is least like a player. In other words, a coach. <laughs> I was like, what are you reading? <laughs> <laughs> to the coach. I, I just saw the word adjudged, and I was like, this is stupid. I'm just going to make up my own definition. <laughs> the actual definition is to the coach adjudged to have contributed the most to his team's success, selected in a poll of the NHL Broadcasters Association members. Let's see, that's, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm just mad because it went to Daryl Sutter, and I hate Daryl Sutter with every presence of my soul. How can okay? I know he's the coach of the Flames, but how can you hate Daryl Sutter? I I hate Daryl Sutter the coach. I love Daryl Sutter the person. I think he's, he's hilarious. Fucking great when you get him like in front of a microphone. <laughs> like after Oilers and Ducks games, I'm usually excited to like see the player interviews. For every other team, I could care less. Unless it's Calgary, and even then, I don't care about the players. I just want to hear Daryl Sutter. It goes like. <laughs> Edmonton players and uh, Anaheim players, and then it's Edmonton and Anaheim coaches, and then it's Daryl Sutter. <laughs> Honestly, Daryl Sutter might even be number one. Like sometimes I go out of my way just to watch Sutter highlights when the Flames lose badly. So, oh jeez, uh, what? Uh, okay, so yeah, you, you want to talk about like just things that Sutter says? I don't know if we talked about this one. Um, have you watched the show uh, Yellowstone at all? No, um, I've heard. But you at least about know. It, of it, I, I know of it. Yeah, yeah. I've watched a bit of is it. Is Daryl Sutter really, the star really of it? Good. No. So uh, <laughs> Kevin Cosner is the star of that, though. But he oh, okay. is the uh, Calgary Stampede parade marshal this year, hmm. uh, which is a you know kind of a big deal, I guess, for Kevin Cosner. And mm-hmm. uh, there was a reporter at the end of the season that had asked uh, Daryl after it got announced. Um, if he was going to go down to the parade, you know, and go see Kevin Costner, because I guess he like it sounds like Sutter's a fan of, excuse me, of uh, of the show Yellowstone and everything like that too. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, no, I'll probably. It, what did he say? He's like, what's that? Middle of July, I'll probably be. He's like, hopefully we get some rain. I'll be cutting hay. <laughs> <laughs> he still got that farm big summer there. plans there, Sutter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They still have they still have the Sutter Farm out in uh, out at uh, Viking there, so mm-hmm. he's still he's still big on it. His his first uh, I guess it had been a Zoom interview because you were still 
kind of like the bubble season last year. Yeah. But yeah, his first uh his first interview with press like as the Flames head coach again was uh was out at the farm. <laughs> Just hanging out in his living room. That's awesome. Uh I mean, out of the nominees, I think regrettably, I have to say Sutter is probably the best choice. Andrew Burnett had a really good season or Brunette? Brunette. Yeah, Andrew Brunette yeah, with Burnett. Florida had a good season, but you did see that news today, right? I didn't put it in the outline at all because I, I, we don't have to talk about it. But you did see the Florida news today, right? No, I didn't actually. Paul Maurice hired as head coach. Oh shit! Now, yeah. if you're Andrew Burnett, you're going okay. I had to take over this team from Joel Quenville because of the shitty stuff he did in Chicago, and that's already you know pretty big shoes to fill. Joel Quenville, mm-hmm. great coach, unfortunately, shit situation and person mm-hmm. in that moment there. Yeah. Um. So you got the holes to fill of it's like it, yeah, good good coach that you had to fill the uh, the shoes of. Mm-hmm. You also have a really good team with you, but you've never head coached in your life, and this happens what not even before the halfway point of the season. So you got a good yeah. chunk of the road to go here. Honestly, right? this could I fall off like the tracks very month or- quickly. I feel like it was like a month into the season. Like, it was early. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so this could fall off the tracks very quickly here. Mm -hmm. But you coach this team to not only one of the, if not the best season in Florida Panthers history, you coach it to a President's Trophy. You are the top team in the NHL. Mm -hmm. You go through, you, you get into the playoffs there, and... Uh, you have a bit of a hard time with Washington, but you know what? There's a lot of guys on that team that have playoff experience, right? Yeah. But you manage to get past them. You get to the second round. It's the first time that the that the team that you're coaching has gotten to the second round. It's the first time since 1996 when you played the Colorado Avalanche in the Stanley Cup Final. You do all of this great stuff, and you're nominated for Coach of the Year. And the day after, you get told, yeah, we're going with somebody else. Yeah. That's got to be a shitty feeling. No if kidding. You're, if you're Andrew Burnett. Alternatively, dude's going to get fucking paid by somebody. Yeah. He will. You got to if, if, if he wants to leave, and because guarantee, there's, there's still coaching vacancies, right? Yeah. Who's, who still has vacancies right now? Uh, Boston. Um, mm-hmm. Detroit still does. Uh, no, I think Chicago, right? Chicago, and I think there's one other team right now, but I can't think of. Did Philly hire somebody? No, yeah, they, they hired John Tortorella. Tortorella, yeah. Is yeah. it Vegas? Is Vegas the other team? No, Vegas hired Bruce Cassidy last right, week. Right, right, right. So maybe that's it then. No, I think there is one more team. Anyway, though, uh, yeah, if he if he wants to go be a head coach somewhere, he's got some pretty yeah. good teams. Oh, Winnipeg. Right, Winnipeg. Right. Yeah, but it's. It's sounding like Winnipeg is like not like the Jets. The city of Winnipeg is throwing everything they have at Barry Trotz to get him to come to Winnipeg. Yeah. So, and I don't mean like like city government. I mean like local brewing companies are saying we will give you free beer for life if you come and coach the Winnipeg Jets in mm-hmm. minus forty five degrees Celsius weather for the majority of the year. Yeah, dude, I would. 
I would eat that up in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Where do I sign? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to go back to something you said earlier, last season was actually the best Panther season of all time by a long shot. Perfect. In tw- well, this last season they had 122 points. The next best season was 15-16 where they had 103. So 19 more points. Damn. In the season. In terms of <laughs> Points percentage. And what year was that, sorry, you said? 15-16. And that was, was that the year with Roberto Luongo? Yeah. Yeah, Luongo, and they played the Islanders, I think, in that first round and lost. Um, it just if I remember that correctly. Lost, it just says lost in the first round, so um, so maybe. But um, actually, in terms of points percentage, uh, the 2021 season um, was better. Uh, even though they only got 79 points, there was 56 games. So um, yeah, it was a 705 points percentage, and then 21-22 was a 744. So still like miles better. But mm. um, oh, that's not the one I want. I want the 15-16 season. It was um, goalies. Yes, it was Roberto Luongo. Because I just remember cheering for Lou for that series. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It doesn't. John Tavares was still an Islander, if if I have that correct. Yeah, yeah, they lost four two to the Islanders that year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, just to uh, update everyone on the game here, it is going to overtime, uh, tied up at twos. So, um, second overtime of the series, I guess. Game one was. Overtime game, and now we'll see how this one yeah. ends. But well, it'll end in an overtime, Carter. <laughs> yeah, but like, what'll be the score? Uh, three two. Okay, smarty pants. <laughs> <laughs> For what team? I don't know, but I'm hoping it's Tampa. Yeah, yeah, I think we're both cheering for Tampa in this series. I, I kind of want to see history, and I also got yeah. money on it so. Yeah, and also but I want to I want to see Colorado. history. Third, like the first repeat since the seventies. That'd be kind of cool to see, actually. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, let's get into the controversial awards. Well, not controversial, but the, you know the ones that seem to be more controversial and, that and people care more about. Kind of confused why it the the Norris is what it is. Yeah, um, but let's start with the Hart Trophy. Uh, which goes to the player judged to be the most valuable to his team. The winner is selected in a poll of the Professional Hockey Writers Association in all NHL cities at the end of the regular season. Uh, And this award went to Austin Matthews for his 60-goal, just insane campaign. Set a... Now, remember, the Toronto Maple Leafs have been around for, what, 105 years now? Yeah. And Matthews set the scoring record this year with 60 goals. Yeah. He's also the first <laughs> Leaf to win the Hart Trophy. I Which think. is wild, yeah. Again, 105 years of this team. Yeah. That's insane. Like, it's, it's hard to disagree with that. Like, Obviously, you can make the case for McDavid because it's Connor McDavid. You can make the case for Shesterkin this year because yeah. he was on a whole other level. Honestly, if... This is kind of my... Might be a hot take... But I think if the Vesna Trophy didn't exist, if there was no Goaltender of the Year award, I think Shesterkin takes the heart 
but because goalies kind of get their own award, their award yeah. I think there's some bias where like people are like, oh well, I, I put him first for the Vesna, so like I I don't know. I, I will give the heart trophy to a player because there isn't just like best overall player. It's best overall player slash goalie. Yeah. Technically is the heart. So yeah. I do have the the voting breakdown here as well. Mm-hmm. Uh was very spread out across the board. Um so when when they're voting for these, it's you know, you put like a guy for first, a guy for second, and those get tallied up and like first, second, third, fourth, they have a certain amount of points that go along with them. So that's how everything is totaled up. Uh, But Shesterkin had 24 first place votes, which is not a small number by any means. Mm -hmm. In comparison to what the other guys got though. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 26 second and 41 third. There's also fourth and fifth, but um, McDavid, it was very, it, it felt very set right away though. That it would be second or third mm-hmm. uh, for him. Uh, 29 first place votes, 66 second and 56 third. It was pretty, it, it was a majority vote basically from Matthews oh, for at sure. first. 119 first place votes. Yeah. Then 49 for second and 15 for third. Yeah. Which I mean, he, he, he deserved it this year, honestly. So. And I'm I'm trying to figure out of what cities would vote for uh, Austin Matthews to be fifth in heart voting. Boston. <laughs> okay, so Boston's one. Uh, huh? Arizona, they don't have him. Yeah. Um. Ottawa. Yeah, maybe. And uh, I feel like Toronto because yeah, <laughs> he, he didn't get us past the first round again. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna jump ahead to the Ted Lindsay as well because Matthews yeah, also sure. won this one, and it's basically for the same thing. Um, presented annually to the most outstanding player in the NHL, as voted by fellow members of the NHLPA. So this is basically the same award, but voted by players, not writers. Uh, and they also picked Matthews. So I, I like when it lines up that way because it's yeah. like because I trust the players more than the writers. Yeah, so. the writers can definitely get skewed, but like the like the Hart Trophy, obviously, because it's the longer lasting trophy right like that was the mvp until i think the Lindsay was in the 70s or something like that it got introduced maybe um like the like the heart trophy is known as the mvp award basically right yeah but i feel like the ted Lindsay is more sentimental to the player that wins it because it's okay my peers voted for this mm-hmm. and they believe me to be the best yeah, and that that's pretty cool, actually. It's, so. it's the people that I pissed off for the last eighty-two games. Is is the people that I put sixty? Me. It's the people that I scored sixty goals on. Yeah, <laughs> and however many points, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And threw on highlight reels throughout the season, mm-hmm. on the bad end. So yeah. Uh, okay, now let's hop back to the Norris Trophy, which goes to the defenseman who demonstrates throughout the season the greatest all-round ability in the position, uh, which went to Kale McCarr, but it was a very close vote. Yeah, so the controversy is coming a bit more out of uh, the 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 voting was put out. Mm-hmm. Kale McCarr had 92 first-place votes and 98 second-place votes. However, Roman Yossi, who came in second, had 98 first place votes. 
76 second. It was a difference of Carter. What's the math in that? I can't do that right now. 31 minus six. It feels super easy. <laughs> 31 minus six. 25. There you yes. go. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. It's been a, it's been a day for me. Um, yeah, difference of 25 points. Mm-hmm. But the controversy is coming from, well, more people said that he got first. It's like, yeah, but that's not how the system works. So. Yeah. And it, like the, the voting is more heavily skewed towards getting first place votes. Like if you, for every yeah. first place vote, I think it's 10 points. And then a second place is seven. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I forget. Believe- what, I forget. Uh, oh, yeah, here. It's actually right here. Yeah. Uh, first place is 10, second is 7, then 5, 3, and 1. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, Yossi got more first place votes, but like, it's like, yeah, like you said, it's how the system works. But yeah, it's like, in my mind, it's it's just between those two guys, right? And so like, with Kale McCarr, people either put him first or second. Very few people, from what I remember, put him third, fourth, and fifth. With Yossi, he had slightly more first place votes, but then he had less second, um, yeah. and then quite a few more third, fourth, and fifth to kind of make up for what he lost in the second. So, like, whereas Makara was like one or two, Yossi was like one or three. Like he was a little bit more polarizing, I guess is the word. Mm-hmm. So I think in that way, like I don't think there's a controversy. I think people just don't understand the voting system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh man! But I don't uh, know. Do, do you agree? Like, do you think? Um, Makar yeah, Kale Makar. Kale Makar was fantastic this year. You could tell the. Okay, it wasn't even from the regular season, and maybe it's more of a recency bias thing here. But how many guys do you know can shut down Connor McDavid like he's a Timbit player? Mm-hmm. Kale like. I like one, <laughs> honestly, one. <laughs> Kale McCarr. Yeah, he did that this year in the playoffs. There's there's a highlight that I remember seeing. He did it in the regular season too. <laughs> yeah, so like there's like we all know Connor McDavid is fast as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's consistently getting up in like the forty, almost fifty kilometer range. Sorry for the states. I'm not sure what the miles are on that. Yeah, but he can get up to speed if he wants. Kel McCarr matched him backwards. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and poked the fuck off. I'm like, no, just get, get out of here. Go in the corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, like, just that one play summarizes, I feel like, why McCarr deserved the Norris this year. Yeah. So, I think, and he's been doing it throughout the... the playoffs as well, on top of scoring and getting assists. Yeah, right. I, I think if it was purely an offensive award, it probably would have went to Yossi because yeah. like the dude was insane this year for putting up points. But and, and not to say that he can't play defense because obviously he can. Otherwise, he wouldn't be a defenseman. He would be like a winger or something. But Kale yeah. McCarr has been like noticeably good on defense. Like most people say, you know, a defenseman's good when you don't notice them. But yeah. That only works so far. Like, if you notice a defenseman, they're probably bad. And then if you don't notice them, they're probably good. And then if you, like, notice them, but you're like, oh, holy fuck, they're really good, then they're on a whole other level. So there's yeah. there's kind of the three tiers. So if you, you're noticed, you're either really good or really bad. And if you're not noticed, you're just, like, in the middle. And to me, like, I, I didn't really notice Yossi doing anything spectacularly 
defensively this year. So, mm-hmm. um, but with Makar, you noticed, and you're like, "Oh shit, that was <laughs> that was awesome." Yeah, exactly. Let's uh, we're saving the best for last here. So let's go to the Vesna Trophy, uh, which goes to the goalkeeper judged to be. There's that stupid word again. Goes to the the best goalie as voted by the NHL uh, GMs. Mm. And that went to Igor Shosturkin, which I think... Not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you are have so good of a season that you're nominated for the Hart Trophy, you're winning the year up there. Yeah. And, uh... Okay, so, yeah, you said it was voted on by the GMs, right? Yep. Okay, here's the breakdown. Third place, you had UC Soros at the Nashville Predators. Mm-hmm. And this voting is only one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Saros had no first place votes, nine second place, and five third. Mm-hmm. Jacob Markstrom from Calgary, zero first place votes, 14 second place, and 11 third place. And Shesterkin had 29 first place votes. Jesus. So 29 of, of 32. 32 teams said, yep, Shesterkin gets it. Three second place votes and zero third place votes. So... What three GMs didn't... No, yeah, three GMs didn't vote for Shesterkin. Wasn't Boston one of them? Or am I thinking... No, I'm thinking the Calder. Never mind, never mind. Yeah, I'm not sure, but... Um, well, who are the goalies I, that got the other first place votes? We can probably one, figure it out. One vote for Frederick Anderson of the Carolina Hurricanes. Okay, so Carolina's GM. One vote... For a Mr. Andre Vasilevsky. So, what's his name? Julian Brisebois? Yeah. And one vote for Ilya Sorokin. So, Lou Lamorello. There you go. That's, that's, <laughs> that's it. We, we solved the case. But that being said, though, as much as it was a landslide for Shesterkin, you could look at those three goalies that also got like the one first place vote, mm-hmm. and you could see a reason why. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just shocked that, you know, Markstrom or Saros didn't get any. I think it was was just such a landslide again for Shesterkin. Yeah, Yeah, fair enough. Like, if if you're paying any attention to goalies this year, Shesterkin, all the way. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, to to nobody's surprise, like I said. I'm I'm looking at this screen grab of uh, Shesterkin at the NHL Awards, and he kind of reminds me of Andrew Garfield when he went through his long hair phase. (laughs) He looks very much like that. I'll just send it to you after. Yeah, do it. (laughs) Okay. The award that everybody who's listening to this probably cares about, the Calder Trophy, to the player selected as the most proficient in his first year of competition in the NHL, Selected in a PWHA poll, the Professional Hockey Writers Association. Before we talk about who won this and everything else, I want to talk about how Jeremy Swayman got first place votes. Yes, he, he had a great season for a rookie goaltender. But you're telling me that you looked at Moritz Sider, Lucas Raymond, Trevor Zegras, um, who was the other fucking guy that got, who was the guy that actually got nominated? Uh, it's not Lucas. Raymond. Michael Bunting. Michael Bunting. You looked at those four guys and you were like, nah, nah, nah. Jeremy Swayman was way better than all of them. 
I, that, that blows my mind. Like I'm going to make the case for Jeremy Swayman here for a second as a fellow goaltender. As a first place vote, dude, if you can convince me, like, go for it. Let's see. Swayman played in half the season this year, 41 games. Okay. Started 39 of them. That's a lot for a 23-year-old goaltender to start with, mm-hmm. let alone one that also decided to bring back Tuka Rask for a stint and send him back down to the American Hockey League. Yeah. Right? In those 39 starts, he went 23, 14, and 3. He had a 241 goals against average and a 914 save percentage with three shutouts. Again, as a 23-year-old goaltender. I look at that number and I look at the age and the limited experience and I think that's impressive. I can see why. I can see why. Impressive enough that you would put Swayman down as your first place vote over Raymond, Sider, Zegers. Because because goaltending is such a fucked up position in terms of development compared to everybody else. Right? Like, Like, this is... This would be like is similar to how early John Gibson broke into the league, mm-hmm. right? Like we think like, oh yeah, John Gibson's been around forever and that kind of thing, but then he's in the prime of his career, and it's like, wait, yeah. something doesn't line up. Normally, when you're getting to the prime of your career, that's when you enter the NHL as a goaltender, usually. Yeah, right. But yeah, he no, got in sure. a lot sooner and was doing fantastic. If if we're running the World Cup again and we're bringing back Team North America. Jeremy Swayman is your John Gibson. 100%. Team. Yeah, no, I I agree. I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to knock Jeremy Swayman. I just don't think I like I would look at Do Jeremy I Swayman think- and be like you deserve the Calder trophy. You are the first place guy. Yeah, like you deserve I, not, recognition not, sure. Put him second. I don't care. Yeah. But like you got to put like it should be Cider Swayman or Zegras Swayman, Bunting Swayman, Raymond Raymond I think, Swayman. I don't care. I think but, just how ridiculous the position is, the numbers that he put up are you know, veteran numbers. I, I can see why somebody would vote that way. I'm not saying yeah. that he deserved to get first place by mm. any means. I'm just saying that I can see why somebody would take a look and go, that guy could deserve it. Yeah. He, so. he had, was it one or two first place votes? I don't remember. Uh, he had two. Okay. Um, and three second place, mm-hmm. 14 third place. Yeah, which and is fine. Got, yeah. And he went 22 and 23 for fourth and fifth. Okay. So he definitely yeah. got his recognition, though. He he finished mm-hmm. fifth in voting. Yeah, yeah, which I think makes sense. Like, fourth or fifth is probably where I would have put him if I got a ballot. But it's just, like, mind-boggling that people would put him first. And, I yeah. mean, if it's two, it's, wow, I, I bet Boston has two writers that are part of the PWHA. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> like, that's probably where it came from. Um, I mean... Nate would have obviously put him there too, but I no, I I wouldn't have put him put first. Him, no, I wouldn't have okay. put him first. But I can see. I was just saying, like I could see okay. why gotcha. somebody would. Gotcha. Like I, I thought you were trying numbers. to make the case for like no, no, I would no, no. put him first. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I I I definitely have him in my top five though, for sure. Yeah. No, absolutely. And you know what? I'd actually probably have him third, if I'm being honest with you. And yeah. thank fuck the writers got it correct. I was saying before, <laughs> and I, I was saying before, and if any Leafs fans got mad at me, I actually didn't see it. So, huh? 
Uh, Michael Bunting, I don't think deserved the award this year. No, uh, he finished. He, third he had a great voting. season as well, yeah. like Swayman, but yeah, uh, seven first place votes, fifty one second, sixty five third, and gone from there. Eight hundred and seventy seven mm-hmm. points in voting, voting points, yeah. not eight hundred and seventy seven <laughs> points in the season. Jesus, yeah. Our boy, Mr. TZ, Trevor Zegers, TZ, if you're from Canada, <laughs> 15 first place votes, 100 second place votes, 57 third, and then yada yada. Mm-hmm. And the winner, Mr. Mort Sider of the, the, uh, of the Detroit Red Wings, 1,853 points, 170 first place votes, 18 second third or three thirds four fourths and zero fifths yeah i mean i thought it would have been closer between Z. I thought it would have been a honestly. little bit closer as well but once i started going through the numbers on cider again re- remember back like with me talking about this award i'm like you're comparing two completely different players here yeah two completely different positions two completely different play styles mm-hmm. right you, so you take a look at like you know zegris and bunting yeah, Zegers is taking that all day, which he which he did. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. That's why I'm saying that the writers had this correct. That Bunting should not have been anywhere close, and it should have been between Zegers and Sider, mm-hmm. which it, it, it still was in a way. Yeah. Now, Moritz Sider had 50 points as a rookie NHL defenseman. That's pretty damn good. Mm. That's... I think from what I remember, I, I, we probably talked about this before, but that was pretty similar to Makar's rookie season, right? Yeah. Like, didn't Makar put up 50 Yeah, I think and, so. Yeah. Uh, Moritz Sider also put up 50 points on the Detroit Red Wings. Pretty damn good. Like, like an NHL bottom feeder this year. <laughs> yeah. Moritz Sider also put up 50 points on the first line of the Detroit Red Wings. Mm-hmm. Think about the East in general and how much all those teams will eat you up if you have any minimal defense. He wasn't up there. I'm talking a lot about his points, but that's a major talking point there that he got 50 points as a defenseman, as a rookie defenseman. Mm -hmm. But he was also trusted as a rookie to play first-line minutes against guys like Brad Marchand, against guys like Steven Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov. Against guys like uh, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Against Barkov of, yeah, I believe Barkov's on the first line for Florida. Yeah. Um, who else? I'm trying to think Think around the East there. Um, Ovechkin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ovechkin. You're, you're going to get in front of his shot. All right. I trust yeah. you with, with Alexander Ovechkin. I trust you with Matt Barzal of the New York Islanders. Right. Like, mm. I can see it. Yeah, I'm okay like, with it. I I saw it and I'm like I'm not like I'm not hurt about this. This is this yeah. is the either way it went, it was the right choice in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Like you could I mean, we did make the case for both of these guys when we talked mm-hmm. about it. Like so if if Zegers was going to lose the Calder, it might as well have been to Mort Snyder because yeah. Dude had a phenomenal season. Like you, now, if you he lost to Lucas that. Raymond, I'd have been pissed. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Or Michael Bunting, like fuck off with yeah. that. Like no. <laughs> but uh, I like uh, like Ali's comment here. Uh, people just hating on Z 
because he's so cool. And uh, also not mad about Sider winning, though I like him. Uh, plus, apparently, he's the first German to win. Oh, oh interesting. Congrats to him. Yeah. I mean, I guess given how many or how few Germans there are in the NHL, like mm-hmm. in history, yeah, kind of makes sense. So, yeah. Um, but you know what, though? If Anaheim Ducks fans are still upset about Zegers losing the Calder, right? Just listen to me for a second. It's okay. There's other trophies that he'll be going for in his future here. Maybe Heart we, trophy, maybe Ted we see, Lindsay. Yep. You can see Vesna. those two. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not, not, not quite, not quite. Um, what's uh, what, what's most points in the year? That's oh a potential. My God. Art Ross. Um, <laughs> Art Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Rocket Richard. Going, potentially, potentially. Potentially. If he wanted I'm, to. I'm looking more at the Art Ross for, for Zero. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Abilities. I don't know. I think if he wanted to, well, I mean, maybe not in a league with, you know, Ovechkin still and um for another Matthews. five years, remember. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Austin Matthews entering his prime, McDavid and Dreisaitl, Kucherov, like, yeah, no. Maybe not. Maybe not. But you never but, know. But but he's also still very early in his career striving for a Stanley Cup with the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. Just remember that. Absolutely. It's okay. Yeah. Um Ali says here Sidney Crosby also did not win the Calder. There was a tweet I saw, and there was four yep, guys um, that are like big names that didn't win the Calder. So Wayne Gretzky never won a Calder. I mean, his situation's a little bit different. Weird WHA NHL merger stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Connor McDavid never won a Calder. Sidney Crosby oh. never won a Calder. Yep. And there was one more of like big name NHL players that. Like in in relatively recent years, and I don't remember who it was, but I mean, even those three, like <laughs> everyone still talks about how great yeah. they are. So, so and and yeah, so just remembering the reasons for all of them. So yeah, Wayne Gretzky was the weird WHA stuff. The NHL when the merger happened there, uh, considered like anybody who had played time in the WHA, they weren't rookies for the NHL, right? Yeah. Like they were veterans at that point. Yeah, even um, though Gretzky was what twenty three or twenty four when they entered, something like that. Yeah, so like still maybe even younger. Still technically um, would have been an NHL rookie that yeah. would have fallen under the eligibility r- rules. Exactly. So. Um, Connor McDavid. I'm kind of jumping around here. Uh, Connor McDavid got uh, hurt. That's where the Connor McBroken joke started. Yeah. Um, and then uh, also Panarin had a phenomenal season that year too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, news <laughs> Artemi Panarin adding on top of that, but it would have been McDavid's uh, otherwise. So, and I I still think back to that, not the incident, but just that the guy that broke McDavid's collarbone surely brought in the following season. Yeah, <laughs> I I still get a chuckle out of that one. Great guy, Peter Shirelli. Horrible GM. Uh, and then going back to Sidney Crosby. Uh, that's Sid's year if there's not a lockout in 2004, 2005. Yeah. Because the Calder winner for that year was, uh, you know, some guy out of Russia named Alexander Ovechkin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, that's another year where you're just like, yeah, it could be either one of these guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, no, wait, didn't OV score 50 in his first season? Probably, yeah. If he did, then actually, yeah, no, that's just no mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Let me double check that here. Yeah, go for it. I yeah, I don't remember, but I mean, 
Uh, yeah, 52 goals and 54 points for 100 or 54 assists for 106 points in his first NHL season. Shit. <laughs> um, this is from the hockey news. Other um, remarkable players that didn't win the Calder. Uh, Ron Hextall. Um, I'm just kind of scanning because there's lots of names. Patrick Line. But I mean, that I wouldn't was necessarily put them up. Matthews, with, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily put Line A in the list of like McDavid and Crosby, but uh, Chris Chelios, Nick Lidstrom, interesting, um, Grant Fur, Fur, um, yeah, those are kind of the big names that um, that I recognize. A lot of the mm-hmm. other ones are from like the forties and fifties. So, so yeah, lots of uh, yeah. I mean, you only get yeah. one chance, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Like you said, there's. There's better awards out there to win. Yeah. Um, Lauren yeah, says here as well, Trevor Zegers deserved the Calder. He yeah. did deserve it, but in, in any other season, he probably would have won, but because of Cider, just... Yeah. yeah. That, that's one of those things that you just got to look at and be like, I'm not even mad. Cider had yeah. a great year. So. Yeah, exactly. So, ooh, yeah, maybe McTavish will get it next year. There you go. Maybe. There maybe. you go. <laughs> Bring it. God, I don't know. The, the Canucks signed, um, I forget his first name, but Kuzmenko out of Russia as oh, well. Oh, so. yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so another Russian here to Put him up steal. With Pedersen. Or, <laughs> yeah, another 24 or 25-year-old Russian here to steal the Calder Trophy Jeez. from some 19-year-old. Oh, man. Yeah, well, right. those are yeah. the awards. Um, that's our thoughts on them, I guess. you have anything else you want to say? Yeah, nothing else. Okay, cool. Well, let's take a quick break. Uh, We'll kind of wrap up our thoughts on the NHL uh, Stanley Cup Finals so far. Game four is still going on. See if we get an answer. Ten minutes minutes left. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, we'll just talk about, you know, what we've seen in game, well, game four, but we'll miss the, you know, overtime stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, take a quick break here. We are on this one, I believe. And see you in a minute. Did you know that your favorite band also loves your favorite hockey team? If you love hockey and you love music, you're going to love Bar Down Breakdown, a podcast that explores the crossover between alternative music and the sport we love, hockey. Every NHL player wants to be in a band, and every band guy wants to be an, 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 you know, a pro athlete. With guests from all over the globe, come along with us as we interview some of the most captivating names in alternative music and talk about why we love hockey and how it's influenced us. You know, there was a, for a few seconds, I thought, like, well, maybe we should wear a Montreal jersey. And then the NHL was like, mm, I think you should stay neutral. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah. you know what? Well, you're probably right. So tune in every Tuesday on the Hockey Podcast Network, where we'll have a brand new guest and a unique look into the bridge between hockey and music. So the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, last time we talked, went up one nothing in the series uh, against the Colorado Avalanche. They then proceeded to wipe the floor with them, 7 nothing in Game 2. And then in Game 3, Colorado finally answered back, winning 6-2 in a very dominant game of their own. And now we've kind of returned back to Game 1. We've got a 2-2 game going to overtime. Game 1 was 3-3. I think you got that a little mixed up. What did I say? 
You said you said Tampa took game one and Colorado swept the floor in game three. <laughs> no, I, did I? I meant game yeah, two. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. And then Colorado I, well, took game one and then they took game two and then Tampa came back, swept the floor of Colorado in game three, six, two. And now we're at game four. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I, I think you froze for a bit. So you might have missed part of that. That could be. No, I, I heard you, you the and saw oh, you the okay. entire time. Like that's like right away. Oh, I was like, like, as soon as you said like Tampa took game one, I was like, what? No, they didn't. Oh, oh, that's the part I messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you got game game three wrong as well. You said Colorado swept the floor. Ah, oh, fuck. I'm pretty sure at least I got to go back. And no, I think, no, I you're right. Think. You're right. I, was I like, think. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were saying oh. that I, I messed up something like with game two, but yes. No, you're all good. You're Colorado all good. took game one <laughs> and game two. Tampa finally answered in game three. Yeah, I definitely said it wrong. You're right. <laughs> now in game four, it's kind of the same as game one. Tie game, going to overtime. Could be anybody's game, even though I would probably give the slight edge to Tampa in this one. But, Please. Um, or, no, I just mean like in the, the play, like throughout, like they looked like oh, the yeah. better team. But yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously, you know, it's next goal wins here. So, um, oh, sh- that was close. Oh, you have the game up. I do. Yeah, I've got it. I, I just have the but, flash score up. So, oh, gotcha. Yeah, no. So I'm I'm looking to see if anything happens because right now Colorado's got some good pressure going. But, um, yeah, this is kind of everything we wanted from the Stanley Cup final. I think like even if Colorado does go up three one in this series, like. I'm still it's not still, counting Tampa out yet. No, if, it's if, still that, been a, if that happens, I'm still not counting them out. Yeah, and it's still been a battle, right? So, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, it's it's good. This is two powerhouses just like going at it. Love it. It's amazing to watch. Great. So, um, after game two, were you like kind of counting Tampa out or? No, that's what I wanted to double down on my money. Yeah. Yeah, I because know, right? I went, they went down two nothing to Toronto in round one. Yep, and came back and won. Uh, Florida, they just said, "No, fuck you, <laughs> four nothing sweep." Yeah, and against the Rangers, they went down two nothing in the series and came back four straight games. Yeah, um, it looks like Colorado just scored. I thought the play was blown dead, but I guess apparently not. So, um, oh, they are. Tampa Bay hasn't left the ice. They, it looks like we could potentially get a challenge. Ooh, is the that's a oh. momentum shift? That no, I no, I think they did score. That just oh yeah, the puck wedged itself between the net and like the top bar, oh, like inside. Okay. So people were like, "Where the fuck is the puck?" Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, it's it's definitely Shit. a goal. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh, Nazem Kadri scoring the overtime winner. So making an impact first in his backs. first game back. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. You know, like, okay, I, I say I want Tampa to win because, again, I got money down on it. But I won't be upset if Colorado wins. Not some Kadri's grown on me. Not going to lie. Yeah, a little redemption tour after he got bashed by the Blues. Yeah. Well, I mean, even just, like, the last few seasons of him, like, his playoff tactics that got like get him suspended for like three years straight, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then go and actually play like a clean series, do really well, be a key contributor, and hoist the cup. It'd be kind of cool. So, yeah, I still yeah, want to see. Good. I still want to see history though with a three peat. Yeah. So honestly, like I'm not going to be mad either way who wins this, but I, I would prefer Tampa. 
Yeah. Honestly. So, because like you said, it's, um, it'd be cool to see them win three in a row. Like, yeah, we might never see that again. No. So, um, but, uh, Lauren had some comments here. If the Avs win the series, I will admit I was wrong about them. I said they would choke, and I will gladly admit I was wrong uh, about them if they win the series. Yeah, I think go. a lot of people... Well, I mean, I think Colorado, like as good as they are, we're kind of the underdog going in, into the series because Tampa Bay has just been on a fucking <laughs> which tear is, since 2020. Which is wild. Yeah, because like Colorado's all... like They did better in the regular season, and yeah, they've just been a juggernaut. But then it's... Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're coming up like, in the Stanley Cup final here. The last boss is the guy who's won it two times in a row before this. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's, yeah, it, it, it's really Josh Manson also could raise the cup. Yeah, which there is cool. Go. Yeah, From a Ducks Cog- Cogliano as well. So. Cogliano, yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, I mean, now that we know the result of this in kind of perfect timing because we just started talking about it, yeah. the <laughs> series is now 3-1 Colorado, uh, going back to Colorado for game five. Uh, chance to win it on home ice there. I I think Tampa takes game five and six. I think they steal the one in game five. I think they win one at home because they're just ungodly in the, like, when facing elimination. And then yeah. game seven, fucking flip a coin because I have no idea at that point. I think, I think it'd be, I think it'd be great if we're talking next Wednesday about, man, Tampa hoisted the cup for the third time in a row last night in Game 7, Tuesday night. Yeah. We could be. Yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah, be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I love Game 7 for the like for the cup. It's it's just a whole other feeling. Yeah. It's, it's like that same feeling of like the Super Bowl where it's like you've got one game to win it. That's what Game 7 in the Stanley Cup Finals. It's like... Yeah, exactly. You guys are the two best teams. You've both proven it now because you've won three series and then have each won three games in the last one. And mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, who wants it more tonight? Yeah. Who wants it more? Now, just because I thought about it, and I actually hope this doesn't jinx anything. <laughs> maybe maybe you should just not say it. Then. I don't know. If Colorado wins game five coming up here now, they would have had three losses in the entire postseason. Yeah. That's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it it's just as impressive as to me as Tampa Bay winning it. Well, no, not yeah. just. It's almost as impressive as Tampa Bay winning it three times in a row. Yeah. So it's pretty damn good. Yeah. But I either way, we're we're getting spoiled right now on we are. this series. So it's it's a lot of fun. I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts like on the series as a whole or any specific players or anything? Or um Kale McCarr is just, you know, looking to add one more trophy or two more trophies, I guess, uh to mm-hmm. his cabinet this year after uh, the Norris last night. Uh he's looking for the con Smythe in the Stanley Cup trophy and the Stanley Cup. So yeah. actually that's a good point. We because the series will definitely be over before our next episode, because game seven, if necessary, will be next Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, who do you think right now? Who do you think wins the Conn Smythe? Kel McCarr. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even thinking about it. Kale McCarr. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Kale McCarr or Vasilevsky. Um, but yeah. yeah. If Vasilevsky comes out and just says, nope, fuck you, like we know he can. Yeah. Then it's Vassy. But if mm-hmm. Colorado takes it, it's McCarr. Actually, you know what? Yeah. The only way that a Tampa player is winning it is Vasilevsky if he shuts the door. It's McCarr's win, win mm-hmm. or lose, I think, actually. Yeah. Because at, at this point, Vasilevsky has to have three three games where he probably needs to basically shut out the abs. Like, he could maybe let We've in one goal it, in the next We've three seen games. it, though. Exactly, I know, so that's why it's not weird. <laughs> that's why I'm like, they're down 3-1, but I'm not counting them out. Yeah. I'm like, like, this is still a series. This is a series until the buzzer, like, blows at this point. Yeah. The buzzer goes, yeah. Like, I think I have to give the edge to Kale McCarr as well, because, like, say Tampa wins these next games 4-3 or like 5-4 or 4 or 5-3 or like whatever like yeah. where Vasilevsky is not like the star then I think even if Tampa Bay wins it it's going to Kale McCarr the yeah. only way Vasilevsky wins it is that, like you said if he just puts on like a fucking clinic for the next for three the last games. three games yeah so yeah it's it's Kale McCarr's to lose I think yeah I think so and I think it's pretty unanimous yeah Hey, local guy for us. That's kind of cool. Only yeah. He, he grew up a couple hours from us, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it was really cool to see his dad there on Father's Day. Um, mm. Or I guess it was, uh, no, it was, it was, well, it was the Saturday just before Father's yeah, Day. Just before, but, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was really cool. And he got like, he got two goals that game, I think, too. Yes, because that was the 7 so. nothing yeah. game, so. Yeah. Yeah, he got two goals and his dad was there, so. And like, yeah, that was just awesome. Yeah, told myself I wasn't gonna cry, but you know, <laughs> got all stuffy. Someone, someone go. was cutting onions next. To That's me. all right. That's all right. No shame. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, we've got what's quacking. Little carryover from last week. Yeah. Uh, so I see you've already got it pulled up here. So let's just get onto it. Uh, sorry, really quickly here. Ali's just saying, Nate, I just noticed what who is behind you. Are you talking about that there? If it if it is that there, that's a it's a cardboard cutout of me that was uh sitting in the saddle dome during last season. That can't be you. That guy has a beard. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> the fuck is that guy then? I don't know. <laughs> it's like your doppelganger. What would, yeah, there you look, go. <laughs> what would Nate look like if he had a beard? <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, Carter, I know you love the sea shanties. I'm here and for it. I know you love your coffee when you're able to drink it. Yeah. And so I saw this that combined the two worlds, and I figured you would appreciate it. You're probably right. Once was a man that was sleepy, so the man brewed himself a pot of coffee, but the coffee did not awaken him, so he drank more and more. Soon then anxiety comes, buzzing, jittering vibrations. Now cause of caffeination, he's just anxious and tired. Beautiful. <laughs> it beautiful. Sums it up perfectly. <laughs> man, I... Are, are sea shanties like Scottish or Irish or something? Do you know? I have no idea what it is exactly. Okay. It's something like that. But like wh- when I'm drinking in a pub, nothing gets me like more hype than a sea shanty coming. Exactly. Like, I'll like be sitting there and I'll, like start pounding and then like, <laughs> you know, the like the main part hits and like the uh, like the chorus, I guess, like of all like the voices yeah. and like 
I'll I'll be like jumping around like slamming schooners <laughs> together. Like I just fucking love it. I'm so here for sea shanties. <laughs> oh, uh, Ali saying Rockstar by Nickelback sea shanty version. That's what you need to listen to. I think that was the first one I pulled up on this show. It was, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, we we've checked that one out. Love me some Nickelback. Love me some sea shanties. Love it. Love it. We yeah. got the combination here. Don't no. worry. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just turn into like a degenerate when it's sea shanties <laughs> and Irish music just get me going. So like Irish pubs are a dangerous place for me to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I got to take you to one. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was, Ugh. there used to be um, in, in our hometown, well, not our hometown, where we live now, there used to be a place called the Tilted Kilt. It was open like just when we moved yep. here. I don't know if you'd ever been. For for those that don't know, it's basically Hooters, but um, but Scottish, so they wear like very <laughs> short kilts. <laughs> and uh, I wish that place was still open, um, just because like it would be a cool, cool place vibe. to go to. Now. Yeah, yeah, because like you just you just know the music's gonna be awesome, and they'll have like some some cool beers there. But exactly. there is I, the the Kingsman Ale House is what it is now, and I think it's a local place. And I've been there a couple times. And it's oh, cool. on uh, on Mayor McGrath, there you're talking. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I've, I've been that, there. Yeah, yeah, that used to be where the tilted kilt was, I believe. Oh okay. So. Yeah, I, I have been there as like the the Kingsman though, and it's really good. So yeah, okay. Ali has done some research for us. Uh, Google right. says sea shanties found mostly on British and other European ships and had some roots in lore and legend. Oh sweet. Cool. So yeah, British, UK, English type thing. But yeah, yeah. there you go. I uh, I mean, English and Scottish like are my ancestral backgrounds. So that area, it's, it's probably like in my veins that sea shanties <laughs> just like get me going. <laughs> oh, man. So thank you for that. Nate. You're welcome. You're welcome. Whenever I come across a good sea shanty, I send it to you. Or I, I save it for the show. So yeah. everybody can just see the joy <laughs> in your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I appreciate it. So. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Well, Nate, if uh, people want to send sea shanties to you to send to me, where can they do that at? You can do that on Twitter at Tate Namas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. I will only respond to it, though, if you call me Ron Swanson. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I thought you were going to say your Twitter handle was at Swan Ronson. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I should have went with that one. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. I was hoping you would have. I was I, I was thinking, oh, I should put that in the chat so he said it. It's going to be hilarious, but I'll just say it instead. <laughs> Or it'd be or it'd be Sun Rawanson. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know. I like Swan Ronson, but <laughs> Swan Ronson. Yeah, it's it's your name. You can do whatever you want. Um, Ali's comment. They have a tilted kilt in Temecula. Tim, Temecula. Teme- How would you Not say sure. that? Temecula. Okay, they have a tilted kilt in Temecula, which is close to Anaheim, like forty minutes away. Cool. Sweet. We'll go there whenever we make it to Anaheim. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the food, not the re- for the The rest of my family's going to Vegas women. this week, and I'm just like, I'm stuck here still. <laughs> ah, that's lame. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys very much for listening. Um, we appreciate you guys uh, listening to the podcast, especially in the off-season when, you know, there's not as much ducks or, or hockey news to listen to. So um, five-star review. You can leave that on Apple and you can leave that on Spotify now. Yes, you well, can. Yes, yeah, you can. so it really helps out the show and uh, can give us that nice boost going into season four, which is crazy. Uh, and then if you are on YouTube, the Quack Report on YouTube is where you can uh, go to like and subscribe and comment if you have something you want to say as well. Uh, and myself, at Carter underscore Potts. 
God damn it. <laughs> Car <laughs> underscore pots, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97 on Twitter, uh, where you can send me your uh, MLM schemes and I will you know, fall <laughs> for them every time, apparently. Thanks for listening.